0: You're listening to episode eight of the Curiosity Club podcast. Welcome to the Curiosity Club podcast, a safe place to get your weekly dose of life lessons, helping you let go of fear, overwhelm, and insecurities. I'm your host, Katri Barrett. and With each episode, I share my insights and practical skills for you to unlock your full potential. Live and work confidently be courageous, be curious, because life's too short to keep holding yourself back. Welcome back everybody, I hope you're all having a good week so far and as I'm sure all of you are aware on Friday it was International Women's Day. And to celebrate, I gave a talk at Lululemon's event at the Oxford Athletes Centre and I wanted to share it with you today as I cover, cover some topics that we could all do with being reminded of from time to time. So International Women's Day is all about celebrating women and in my opinion, this doesn't happen enough. Women especially should come together to celebrate and support one another With so many things still getting in the way of gender equality, the last thing we need is to get in the way of each other. So today I want to talk to you about the power of sisterhood and celebrating one another. I'm talking about realising the potential for empowerment and the unstoppable force that is females who stand together in solidarity. I can speak to you about this now very passionately, yet I hold my hands up and admit that in the past, I have found it difficult to see another woman's success not as my own failing. I would constantly compare myself to other women and feel incredibly jealous of their positive attributes. I was the type of person to see a woman I deemed beautiful walk into a party and feel less than. I felt stupid when a friend at school got better grades than me. Or sometimes just seeing other women succeeding and allowing it to make me feel like I was failing. Rather than witnessing the great things in other women as inspiring and a benchmark for my own potential, I compared them to myself and by being jealous of what they had, it made me feel like I was lacking. I know that I'm not alone in this. When was the last time you compared your body to another woman's? Or felt that pang of jealousy from that beautiful holiday picture in the Maldives you've just liked. This woman-on-woman rivalry is the biggest joke that patriarchy ever played on us. We need to realise that other women are our allies, not our competitors. In order to do this, we need to work on ourselves as individuals. Because when we aren't confident in who we are... That is when we might see other women as a threat. Growing up, I always had a lot of female friends, yet I was always one of those girls who said I preferred the company of boys, especially as I became a teenager. I would say things like, I just relate more to guys. There's so much more chill. There's no drama. And the more my teenage anxieties grew, the more this me and them mentality strengthened. I didn't feel united with my female peers. I felt against them. As a lot of teenage girls who attended a mixed school, a big part of my life at the time was focused on getting or holding the attention of boys. And suddenly this meant that I was seeing all other women as a threat. In hindsight, I can see that it was deep insecurities that were making me feel unable to connect to my female peers and causing me to seek validation in this way from the opposite sex. But this is something that we've been taught in our society for a very long time, to see other women as our competition. You see, it wasn't in favour of patriarchy to have us being friends, to have us bond and unite as a sisterhood. Nowadays, we are all bombarded with the highlight reel of each other's lives through social media. For lots of us, this only adds fuel to the fire of jealousy and can often leave us in a state of compare and despair. When we feel jealousy or envy, what we've done is measure our sense of self against our perception of another person. Often, that perception is incorrect. So have you ever made a judgement of another woman, perhaps coming to the conclusion that she wasn't your type of person or whatever, only to later realise that you had got it completely wrong about her? Maybe she's even now a good friend of yours? I think we have all done this at some point whether it's of another woman in the room at work or on the internet comparing ourselves to others and being envious of what they have and we don't is toxic it can entirely consume us and only feeds our inner critics with the juicy sustenance of shame and embarrassment it so craves it causes us to resent and feel negatively towards other women And it's this warped perception that often causes us to see things that are untrue, which ultimately gets in the way of building relationships that contribute to our overall success and happiness. I want to let you into a little secret of how to let go of this war against other women and how to stop sabotaging your success in this way. And the answer is to stop waging war against yourself. I know we don't like to admit it, but I'm sure we can all think of someone that we currently or have recently felt a little envious of. Maybe it was someone you saw on social media earlier who has that dream business. Or perhaps a friend of yours that you feel has a very easy life. Firstly, just a little reminder that things are never as they seem. Nothing and nobody is perfect. We all tend to be only sharing the best bits of our lives, that highlight reel. While there's nothing inherently wrong with this, I think what we need to do is consume more consciously. Every conversation, every caption, every photo, realise it's only a snippet. It's never the whole story of what is going on for someone. I like to call this comparisonitis and when we catch a case of comparisonitis it can be corrosive it will eat away at your confidence and steal your joy and gratitude for what you do have so i want you to think of comparison and jealousy as partners in crime they feed off each other so the answer is to starve them out and the answer to starving them out is you Have you ever asked yourself why you feel jealous? Why you feel so rubbish about yourself when you see another woman's success posted on Instagram? When you go beneath the surface, it's usually not actually anything to do with the other person. It's because the other person has triggered something inside of you. Perhaps the insecurities you have in your relationship about your weight or your career. In order to have positive connections with other women, we must first have a positive connection with ourselves. Ways to improve this are getting to know yourself a little better and working on your beliefs. Having this healthy relationship to yourself is the key to having any healthy relationship, let alone a healthy relationship with other women. Firstly, you need to know what your values are. What is it that you stand for? If I ask you now to pick five ideals that you live your life by, would you be able to list them? For me, it's freedom, joy, curiosity, spaciousness and growth. I only have that clarity because I spend time regularly reconnecting to check in that what I'm doing and how I'm living is in line with them. If we don't have a clear understanding of how we want to live, to work, to parent then how can we act in a way that's aligned with it? If you're not immediately sure what these are, I highly recommend going away and making this list. It can be an incredibly enlightening exercise. There's a worksheet to help you with this as a free download on my website on captrybarrett.com, so feel free to go and check that out. We all have jobs, whether it's as a mother a sister, an accountant, a coach, a teacher, we all have a purpose. And how often do you compare yourself to other people doing similar jobs to you? Chances are that you have then felt like you were lacking something, be it money, a skill, an opportunity, and this perhaps then caused you to feel those little pangs of jealousy. But how about we reframe that emotion today? Her success is not proof of your failing. Her success is proof that it is possible. I'm going to say that one more time just to really enforce it. Her success is not proof of your failing. Her success is proof that it is possible. That's exciting. That is empowering and that is sisterhood. Keep reminding yourself of that whenever you need to. In the past, I have fallen into the trap of comparing myself and my business to other yoga teachers and coaches. I found myself feeling envious of how much they're earning, of how much knowledge, or how many followers they have. But then, when I took a moment to stop focusing outward at what others were doing and took the time to look inward, I was then able to discover exactly what I stood for in my business. I became clear on who were my ideal clients and how I wanted to communicate with them. And this clarity enabled me to become more confident in what I was doing. And in doing so, celebrate my own uniqueness in my story. Now, whenever I see other women doing similar things to me, I know that their story is never exactly the same as mine. I can look at them for inspiration because I am clear on my strengths which helps me celebrate their strengths rather than see them as competition. When we're able to get ourselves into this secure state of being we can see the other things women are doing and we can admire them. By admiring them we can choose if we want to model them. We can look at how they've achieved something and then apply it to ourselves but this gets lost if our head is in that cloud of jealousy. Once we have a foundation of understanding who we are and what we stand for, we can begin to notice what it is that's triggering us. When I was younger, I often found particularly loud girls who were always joking around a little bit annoying. I used to say things to myself that they were just doing it for attention and I was very careful not to give them any. As I've gotten older and I've been doing a lot of this digging and sort of self-discovery, I've realised that all the girls I have disliked most in my past were actually all the girls that were most like me. And even now that makes me cringe to admit it. But you see, we are all mirrors of one another. So next time you find yourself thinking negative thoughts about someone ask yourself, is it actually because you see things in them that you perhaps struggle accepting about yourself? We can use our negative reactions to other women as clues to discover any unhelpful and limiting beliefs that we might be holding on to. Let's use the example of when I was a teenager. The thoughts that I would have about some girls at school would be, oh, they're they're so annoying, they're only doing it for attention. But if I'd stopped to ask myself, if that's true, if they are just doing it for attention, what does that mean to me? I would have said that I was worried other people would prefer them to me. So I'd ask that question again. If that is the truth, what does it mean to me? To which my answer would be, other people don't like me. So again, if that is true, what does it mean to me? I am unlikable. And there we have the limiting belief that I was holding at the time. When I found other girls annoying or felt threatened by them, it wasn't anything to do with them at all or what they looked like or what they were doing. It was all because I held this underlying belief that I was unlikable. Since then, I have done a lot of work on myself and I now believe with confidence that I am likable. I no longer see other women as a threat now because at my core, I have trust and faith in myself, in the work I'm doing, in my body. The next time you catch yourself having those negative thoughts about women, keep asking, if that is true, what does it mean to me? And keep asking that until you get down to whatever underlying belief is feeding it. As women, we are very talented at highlighting our flaws and forgetting our attributes. I was sitting behind two teenage girls on the bus the other day, and one of them was excitedly applying a new lipstick. She admired herself in her mirror and exclaimed, ''Ah, this colour is amazing. Lipstick actually makes me feel like I love myself.'' To which her friend replied, ''Oh, lipstick doesn't make me love myself. It just makes me hate myself less.'' And they both agreed that this was actually a more fitting statement. How sad is that? But the sad thing is that we as women often have conversations like this with others and also with ourselves all the time in our heads. As humans, we are wired to focus more on the negative. It's a leftover defence mechanism from the days when we had to be on the lookout for danger as a matter of survival. But what we focus on grows Once you've uncovered any limiting beliefs about yourself, then in order to believe something a little bit more empowering, we need to start moving our attention to the positive. So stop focusing on what you're lacking and start focusing on what you do have. For me, I haven't been on as many holidays as I'd like to in the last couple of years because I've been investing all my time and money in my business. I am also not a five-foot, very petite female, And I never will be. If these things bother me, then by focusing on them, that is never going to be helpful or constructive. All it does is put me on high alert to notice when other people do have these things. And rather be happy for them, it will only enhance my sense of lacking. However, if I start to focus on what I do like about myself and my life, it enables me to feel grateful for them. This moves me from a state of lacking into a state of abundance. And if we can get ourselves into this abundant state, then more of the good stuff is just going to keep on coming to us. I am grateful that I have green eyes. I'm grateful that I have all my own teeth. I'm grateful for everything that I have already achieved with in my business. And by embodying this gratitude, I can admire things I see in other women, even if I don't currently have them myself and this will never make me feel less worthy as a part of the sisterhood we can help each other out with this when was the last time you paid another woman a compliment it's something that quite a few of us struggle with i think especially being british we often find this challenging to do so so your homework after this and going forward is to reach out to a woman and tell her something you admire about her It might be a stranger on the train whose shoes you like. It might be a friend whose courage in her her recent breakup you admire. Or perhaps it's a family member who's been doing something for years, but you haven't actually expressed your gratitude or admiration for them. I guarantee that by making another woman feel good, you will feel good. I guarantee that when we pick ourselves up and work on ourselves we will pick each other up collectively remember that we are all connected if we want to step into our power as individuals and together we need to be united we need to look out for each other and support one another together we are stronger together we have the power of sisterhood That's all from me for another week. Until next time, stay curious.